There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Move Your Mind. My name is Nick Brax, and this is a podcast where we have real conversations with real people and give real advice. Fear can hold us all back at times. And sometimes your greatest opponent is your own doubts and insecurities. But by confronting these fears and trusting in your own abilities, you set yourself on a path of self-discovery and personal growth, often uncovering potential you didn't even know you had. Today's guest shares her story about confronting her fears in order to follow her dreams and create a life of balance, inner peace, and harmony. Jess Jackson is an accredited meditation and mindfulness teacher and the founder of Good Living Only, a beauty wellness brand designed to empower you on your wellness journey. Jess, thank you so much for making time to come on my podcast. It's so good to see you and I've known you for a number of years now and I think it's so great to be able to, you know, sit down and have a conversation that we haven't been able to have, you know, knowing you. And I always say, you know, it's my favourite part of the podcast that you get to actually sit and get to know people, whether you haven't met or whether you have met, you get to have these in-depth conversations. I was thinking about that today. So um, as much as we play in that same sphere, we've never really had a conversation one-on-one, so I'm very excited to be here. Exactly, exactly. And it's crazy how fast time goes. I mean, thinking back to Melbourne days and, yeah. you know, where our lives have both gone since then, it's just, you know, it is it's it is crazy. It just goes so fast. I know. We had that, that weird two years that no one likes to reflect on. <laughs> um, <laughs> a lot of growth, so a lot of good came out of that. But um, just the amount of living that's been done in that time as well and where everyone's kind of dispersed in the world. So, yeah, it's amazing yeah. how where we started to where we are now. Absolutely. And and did you see, did COVID, was COVID a pivotal thing for you in terms of what you went through and personal growth and, you know, where you, where you came out from that? Oh, definitely. I mean, from every level, I was, I was living in Melbourne, um, working in Melbourne. I decided to um, move to Sydney. So that was kind of just the, I needed to get out of that space. But also in that time, it was such a um, reflective time. It was a, a moment to kind of reassess my whole life. You know, we had that space. I was a very social person. I still am, I guess. Um, but almost to my detriment. So to not have the social outlets and the distractions and and all of that really put a spotlight on my internal world. And so to go through that behind closed doors and just to really um, pick apart my, my anxiety and hidden depression and there's all these things that kind of um, I guess you go through life and yeah, you may be going to therapy, but um, you just have kind of, yeah distractions that just keep you going through life that you don't ever get to that root cause of what's going on. And I think COVID was a very stressful time for everyone. So it brought a lot to the surface, but it also gave you the space to deal with it and to yeah go through go through those emotions in private and and come out the other side so whilst it was a very stressful time uncertainty is not my favorite place to be I'm a black and white gal um (laughs) I am working on that but um 
without knowing what's coming next and and what I'm achieving and what I'm doing, um, mm. it's a really scary place. So for a lot of people, I think it was just a um, it, it was an opportunity to grow, but it was also an opportunity to work out what you're not happy with in life and hopefully do something about it. So yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> I love that. I love that, and I want to hear hear more about that um, later on. With with you know, and I find the same thing dealing with uncertainty, but then you know, putting yourself in life situations that probably come with even more uncertainty. And I mean, you're you're doing a startup and that comes with a lot of uncertainty. So it's this balancing act where you've got that kind of personality where you're, you know, wanting to be able to really control outcomes, but also doing things where it can be difficult to control it. And it's such a fine balance to to move between. You've definitely just nailed my personality right there. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, starting a business has, um, I guess, the evolution of going through that pandemic and, and relinquishing control and, and outcomes and achieving things because it, when, we were in, when we were in lockdown, um, I, I couldn't achieve things or, you know, that's what I kind yeah. of felt. So it was, okay, what can I do with my day-to-day? What little things can I do? And then some days you just couldn't do anything and just kind of relishing in it's okay to just be. And yeah. the startup journey has really doubled down on all of that work. So it's um, <laughs> it's not for the faint-hearted, I would say. Yeah, and I think that's a great thing about going through, you know, that startup kind of journey or any journey where you're, you know, you're really taking a risk, you're putting yourself out there, you're doing something that you, you you don't know what way it's going to go because it just it forces you well if you want to stay sane during the process if you want to not burn out it forces you to actually confront things it forces you to find ways to deal with you know certain behaviors that maybe you haven't had to deal with in the past like you were saying before you know we can be so distracted in in life we could you know we might be in a nine to five job socializing having you know different things on and you literally don't have a second to sit down and think for yourself and to analyze what you actually want or whether you're living accordingly or whether you're having enough time for the things you want to do so i think it just forces you to to somewhat confront a lot of those things definitely and not to say that uh, working in a nine to five doesn't come with its challenges like that in itself you're you know, you're you're working around the clock. You you don't have much time for yourself. So, trying to create the space outside of the that many hours going to one thing, and it doesn't have to be a side hustle. It doesn't have to be um, anything work related, but just finding that time yep. to do something that you want to do in life, and that could just be spending time with your family. And and we just, I just find that the distractions in life get us in every facet. It doesn't matter if you're working for yourself or working for someone else. It's just exactly. creating space to, yeah, work out what you want to do in life. No, it's such an important point. And I love what you're saying about COVID with that because we we just need to sometimes have that complete removal from everything to then try and recalibrate how we how we find that balance and how we make time for certain things. And if we're socializing all the time, if we have different things on, if we've got demands of other people, if we're if you're a people pleaser, it can be just so difficult. And I mean, I've found it really beneficial at the moment. I've been living in New York, but I'm in Canada with my girlfriend right now when we're in a small country town. And it's sort of been made me realize when I came here from New York, how much time was being wasted just by distraction, by things going on all the time. And it can be really hard to manage. So it's just trying to find how do you maintain that balance? And 
um, yeah, it's a tricky one. Or how to do it without being forced into a situation that makes you do that. Like, you know, yeah. could you be could you be exactly. in New York and do that? Like, where where does that self discipline kick in? For for me, unfortunately, I, I know this about me that I learn things the hard way, and that mm. is out of pure, I guess, uh, determination is a nice way to put it, but it could also just be pure stubbornness, and. I like to do things the way that I think that they should be done. And then if that doesn't work, then I'm open to other ways, which, again, you know, we're all working on things. But um, COVID was that thing that forced me to do that, whereas um, I would like to get to a place where it's not something external that forces me to um, re-look at my life or um, put things in place that are going to benefit me in later, to be a bit more forthcoming in um, my own power and yeah. similar to your circumstances, you know, living in New York and and not having um, being in an external environment that is go go go, but you being able to remain grounded and set your own pace, no matter what your external setting is. So, I guess, yeah, we're, something we can work on. <laughs> yeah, I think I've got a lot in common with you with in learning <laughs> that way. Like I've normally learnt by just doing things, and I hate being told what to do or having to read up on it. I, and you know, it's it means a lot of the time you'll make mistakes or fail at things, but it also, you know, it does actually lead to other positive outcomes as well. But finding that balance is the key, I think, like you're saying there. And I'm, that's probably the biggest thing that I'm working on at the moment. And my girlfriend's really pushed me <laughs> to, to do more of that and not be so um, just gung-ho about things, I guess. It's always my mindset is just I want to do things. I want to just do, 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 do. And that can be positive in the used in the right way, but also it can be destructive if you're not like you're saying there. You know, could I be in New York and actually find that balance? And until you've done that work, I don't. It's it's difficult. Yeah, and that's the. She sounds like a very calming presence. I like her already. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but having having that balance is just the word. It's the theme of theme of my life, I guess. Just finding balance in. Yeah, work and play, but also in that groundedness. And for, for me, for I guess, yeah, same as you, it's like everything has to be an all or nothing approach. And that that has worked for me because it shocks my system. Um, it gives me something that I'm passionate about. I work hard towards it. And then when I'm kind of over that, I'm like, okay, cool. I can I can balance that out a bit. Whereas yeah. I would ideally, <laughs> I would like to do things a bit more calmer, do a bit more balanced approach to it. Um, but I, I don't know, maybe I just have to get to a level of acceptance that that is my personality and it's just all or nothing and that's just passionate people and how they operate. I don't, I don't know. I don't know whether that's right or wrong, but I definitely think exactly. balance needs to come into it. Yeah, I think balance, but I think it's also such a great point that, you know, we it's such a fine line as well when it comes to wellness and self-improvement where we should be trying to learn about ourselves, work on ourselves, improve in areas that we're not strong in. But at the same time, it can go so far the other way where we almost feel like we need to become someone we're not. And I think that's a really bad thing because yeah. the core thing is probably the thing that makes you special and that's going to lead to you succeeding. So it's not changing that, it's looking at how do I keep this core thing? And, you know, that's always what's unique about me, but how do I maybe just work on a few other small things around that so I can be more effective at what, I, what I'm best at doing? Yeah, and that's just feathering the nest or finessing your, your great qualities and working on the they're not so great. But what do they say? It's, it's easier to work on your strengths than it is to work on your weaknesses. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's painful to work on the weaknesses. Yes. Not a fun process. No, but to, yes, there's definitely balance needed. And it's also the authenticity piece, which is yeah. now I'm coming to, like, I guess, own those parts of me instead of being so hard on myself and going, I should be this, I should have balance and being a bit more acceptance of, yes, maybe that is how I like to work and maybe that is a good thing, but there are ways to switch off so it's not working 15-hour days. Maybe it's only working 10-hour days or 15-hour days but then have a day off or, you know, something that's just not so, like, um, I guess, all-consuming and keeping what's authentic to you. So, yeah, I think that's the No, it's such an important thing. Well, are you able to give a bit of a background on yourself and just how you came to be what you're doing now, just so our listeners can learn, you know, a little bit more about you and we can hear about your journey and yeah, like I was saying, how you came to came to be where you are now. Yeah, definitely. We just started and I started telling everyone about why you need balance in life with the <laughs> <no> background. <laughs> um, so we've come this far. Um, I guess my background, uh, I've, I've tried every career under the sun. Uh, I am currently in a startup um, that I've created called Good Living Only. Uh, we do sheet masks. I guess the elevator pitch is we are here to empower you on your wellness journey uh, with sheet masks that you can scan and listen to a guided meditation to calm your mind and calm your skin. So I've had a background in beauty. I've worked at the number one beauty company in the world, which was a highlight of my life. Um, and I'm also a meditation teacher now, but I've done eight years in corporate hosting mindfulness sessions and had a HR background. So very people-centric, mm. very focused on the well-being of people um, and then a passion for beauty. But I guess the accumulation of meditation and beauty has been out of a personal passion. So I've had my own mental health I don't want to say battles because it comes with such a negative con- connotation but you know mental health um, journey throughout my life and I just want to bring the tools that have helped me come to a better place to be okay with uncertainty to to go and start a startup and, and leave a nine-to-five and all these amazing things that I've been able to achieve where um, I never had the confidence to do so or I never felt that I could achieve that um, and it may seem a bit benign to say this comes from a sheep mask, but um, the the total idea is to give people that have a barrier to getting into meditation and just having stillness or calmness in their life can be through beauty, and to challenge that status quo around beauty. Sorry, challenge that status quo around beauty standards, and that you can have a glowing skin, and that doesn't have to be from makeup. That's actually come from your internal your internal world. So uh, we go on holidays, everyone unwinds, relaxes, their cortisol levels drop, they come back and they're essentially glowing. And you get the comments of, oh, you're glowing. How was your holiday? And we don't really attribute that to the internal things that take place when you go on a holiday. Uh, we just attribute it to, you know, being in the sun and and having a great time. But it's more about what your body's doing in that time and how your nervous system is relaxing, unwinding. And that's actually what decreases your cortisol levels, which is the stress hormone. Um, and then that's when we come back from holidays and we have this great skin. And, mm. and it's, yeah, so I wanted to bring that into everybody's everyday life. You can achieve that glowing skin, that natural vibrancy 
the radiation radiance um, through just everyday life. It doesn't have to be an escapism. It hasn't it doesn't have to be on holidays. It's um, bringing meditation, um, and if that's uncomfortable for you, um, just bringing some stillness, just creating that space, creating that balance, um, and leaning into your authenticity to have a calm mind and, and turn calm skin. Hey guys, if you're enjoying this podcast, please click the subscribe button, leave a like or comment, share with your friends, and follow me on Instagram at Nick Brax. I really appreciate your ongoing support. Well, I love that. I think, no, I think that's such a great message and it sounds like something super relatable for so many people as well, because I think some people can be scared off when it's too extreme on the wellness side. And, you know, it's a nice entry point where you tr- you're making it more just normalized and I love the combination of uh, your that you're combining, you know, all of these things, past experiences you've had and all of the skills you've learned to blend them together for what you're doing. I think that's like always, you know, when when people are successful, when you really find, okay, what are the things I'm passionate about? What are, you know, that intersection where where everything links together. So I, I love that that story and it's um yeah, I think it's such a great way to get the message across. Thank you. It was um it was a light bulb moment because you, I mean, I don't know if you relate to this, but you come so far in, say, a meditation journey or a wellness journey and you forget how far other people may be away from feeling comfortable in that space. And so for me, when I was doing meditation, yes, when I first started, it was hard to sit still. It was uncomfortable. And and so now I, I can sit there for hours on end um, and I'll say to people like, oh, yeah, come do a meditation. And the amount of people that say, oh, I can't meditate, I can't sit still, I can't sit still for five minutes. And then you think about it, and for a lot of females generalizing, they'll go and have a facial for 30 minutes. They, they unknowingly do these moments that are meditative. It could be cooking, it could be walking. Um, there's some very active meditative experiences that everyone's partaking in. But when we're faced with sit down and be still, that it's, that the guard goes up and, and it's labelled meditation and I don't want to do it. And so just finding ways where we can get you into a meditative state and then highlight, you know, that was meditation. You you can do this and then start to take them on that journey into delving into their inner world and unwinding. It's so true. It's so, so true because really at the end of the day, meditation, it's just for a consolidated amount of time, putting your focus onto one area and not thinking about all these other things. And that could come from exercise. It could come from going for a walk, from, you know, going and having a spa treatment or whatever it is. So it's such a good message for people to hear because, again, I think they get intimidated. I've heard that so many times as well where people are just turned off by the idea of it because they think, no, it's not for me. I can't do it. And if you're having that reaction, you probably would benefit more than a lot of people because you're probably not turning your brain off enough. So yeah. it's just, yeah, that entry point is so important. And even just the the intimidation around it. I mean, how many people do you know that go, meditation, it's, it's changed my life. It's so great. You have to do it. And then they turn into these gurus and um, preachers. <laughs> and, and I'm one of them. I'm like, meditation. Every time, you know, my mum gets a bit frazzled or something, I'm like, have you tried meditation? You know, I'm always just like, you should meditate you should meditate and it's such a I mean it can be a condescending thing to say to someone that doesn't want to do meditation and so I've I've refrained from telling everyone in my life to just meditate (laughs) Um, (laughs) but I truly it has been such a powerful practice for me and has literally rewired my brain so 
I'm so passionate yeah. about sharing that with other people that I'm, I just want everyone else to experience that. So trying to find ways that they, I can sneakily get it into their lives and death through sheet masks has kind of been my, my ally. Love it. And, yeah, and I agree with what you were saying about that where once you've sort of dived into something and you're finding the benefit and you're used to, you know, meditation or whatever it is, it's so easy to forget what it felt like when you first started. And I have that happen all the time where I just forget when people aren't familiar with something, what it felt like when I was there. So it's so difficult to find, you know, when you're passionate about getting that message across to find that fine line and help them have information that they can navigate from, from, you know, the part of the journey they're at. So it's, yeah. um, yeah, a constant process. And I think that's the important part is to remember where I started and to mm. remember those things so that it is relatable and it's not just I'm at the end of the road, whenever at the end of the road for one, um, and people looking at that as they have to be at that level to meditate or to start a business, whatever it may be, that yeah. there is a learning process and to allow people to be a novice and experience that the same way I did and let them know that that's okay. Um, I had a, an event, I did a meditation at an event last weekend and Normally I ask at the start, has anyone meditated before? But we kind of just got straight into it. And afterwards, uh, one of the girls had never meditated before and she was just so elated by the experience. And um, she she ended up like having tears afterwards. Then I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I probably should have, you know, warned you um, that you might have some sensations or things come up um, to the point where she ended up coming to um our room later that night being like can you come out and, and show the boys your meditation um because they don't believe me that I I, I felt like this and and it was <laughs> and it was a moment for me where I'm like oh this is a really profound moment for you like you've never meditated yeah. before you've never experienced that like and and she just she wanted me to get up out of bed and run a meditation <laughs> at 9 p.m at night <laughs> <laughs> I was like maybe, maybe if the boys are still interested we can do it in the morning um but it was just a really nice moment that um, that you you can personally have that effect on someone, but also yeah. that it can take just that one session that people then go, oh, this is what it's all about, okay, and maybe that is just doing it in a safe environment or um, having someone guide them. And, yeah, so not forgetting yeah. that other people haven't gone there before. Yeah, exactly. Just having that one experience to really, you know, show you what, 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 how beneficial it can be. It, it, it can be sort of life changing. So, what would you? You were talking about COVID was, you know, pivotal for you, and and I guess on your journey of going from, uh, you know, making that taking that plunge to go and do your startup and make these life changes. What were some of the key sort of tools that helped you in that process? Um, yeah, when you made that when you made that decision, were there certain things that helped helped you to take that plunge? Uh, definitely. So a lot of it was taking that time to find out what I really wanted. So I have an opportunity to find out. Okay, well, where do I want this life to go? You know, we all thought the world was melting down, so it kind of put this pressure on you to achieve everything you wanted in potentially a short amount of time. We we didn't know how much time we had on this earth. Um, and that, that can seem dramatic, but um, I am a dramatic person, so I did think the world was ending. <laughs> um, I think a lot of us did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, my God, am I ever going to go overseas um, and, well, you know, just keep my job? Um, 
And so I spent some time journaling and just really working out what I wanted to achieve in life. And then I used that to work backwards. So, okay, I want to live overseas. I've always wanted to live overseas. I've had two instances where I've had one-way tickets and, and life's gotten in the way. And so I, I'm like, if I get to the end of my life and I haven't achieved these things, then I will have regrets. So what can I do to get to these things? And I just work back from there. So if I want to live overseas, then what does an income look like to me? Um, do I want to be working for someone else and move with them overseas? Do I want to be doing my own thing? What does that mean? How do I set, set my life up to be having space to do the things that I want to do? So I wanted to be in meditation and, and teaching and sharing those tools with people. And so I had to work out a way to essentially free up my time to allow me to do that. And so, um, and, and then I guess I went through all my values as well. Um, I was very methodical about it. <laughs> I went through one of my values. Uh, what do- Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Do I want out of a job or what do I want out of my life? Um, and things were flexibility, um, time with loved ones and just freedom, freedom to go and do what I want and explore. And so a lot of the things that I kept coming back to was working for myself. And mm. that was purely out of, ah, I've run out of careers to try. I've, I've tried so many and I like elements of them, but um, I kind of like doing all of them at once. So what kind of job is that? Oh, okay, maybe it's being an entrepreneur. So that's how it kind of all led to that. I love that. And I think so many good messages in there. And I think the the process that you're talking about there of just taking some time out, I think for anyone listening, you know, if you do feel stuck, taking that time out, just looking at what are my values? What, what am I passionate about? What do I really care about? Where do I want my life to go? If we don't do that, you can easily just get stuck into you know, staying in, um, you know, the day-to-day that you're not necessarily happy with and not moving towards that future. So I think really getting so clear on that and then looking at, okay, what is a practical plan that can get me towards that? I think it's just such an important process that a lot of us don't do because we feel like we don't have the time because the world's moving so fast. We're so overstimulated. We're distracted. Uh, So it's just so important to schedule that time to to do that and before you know it five years ago passed and yeah. I remember I wanted to wanted to learn French I want to speak French and when I first started classes at the start I was like I'm never gonna understand this and we just forget that there's a learning curve to everything in life and so yes creating that space to have some time to work out what you want and then also sitting with it so I did all this work kind of worked out who I was had that self-awareness of where I wanted to take things and then I did the inner work to work out why I was deserving of those things or why I could achieve those things and just really work on the self-limiting beliefs um, you know any confidence um, any lacking in confidence any any 
thing outside of what your brain tells you that you are capable of and just digging deep to get to a place where it's like, okay, no, this is achievable. And that's kind of, um, that, that takes a lot of inner work to go, well, these are things I want and I can do that. Um, and the other one, I have a lot of people come to me and they're like, how do I find my purpose? I'm mm. like, oh, how long you got? <laughs> 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 but um, a little simple exercise that I like to do, um, yes, we'll get to meditation, but um, is to ask yourself why. So I wanted to move overseas. I've always had this inclination to do it. Um, and just going through a series of why do I want to move overseas? Okay, well, why will that make me happy? Why do I only get that from that place and not here? Why, why, why? And just keep going through as many why questions as you can to try and get to your real reason for doing something. And yeah. um, and, and I had to do that even just to move to Sydney because it was, am, am I running away? Am I not dealing with something? Um, why is Sydney um, the the place where I could achieve these things and, and not Melbourne, like, and going through that process and then um, and, and meditating. So once I'd done that exercise of working out what I wanted, how I was going to get going to get to it, um, what I valued, what um, uh, what my brain was telling me, and trying to shut those noises down, uh, the why exercise, and then meditating to just see what else comes up. And I just remember I had this spur of the moment just move to Bondi move to Sydney and it felt impulsive so I sat on it and I meditated and I just noticed where in my body whether it was an intuitive pull to go there or whether it was just something else and in that meditation practice that's where I can find you connect with what you really want to do and yeah I I've, I've probably scared my housemates but the next day I was like I'm, I'm moving to Sydney <laughs> like, okay like I was, yeah I was like well I've sat on it. I've I've done this. I've done that. Like, all right. So we're we're not renewing the lease. I'm like, no. <laughs> and within two weeks, I moved to Sydney. Like it was it was wild. But um, doing that, I do that process a lot quicker now. So yeah. at the start, it will be a lengthy process. But now I can kind of tune in and see. Okay, does this feel right? Does this not feel right? Why am I doing this? And it's it's a quicker road to get to. What, what I intuitively feel like doing or want to do. Hey guys, if you're enjoying this podcast and want to learn more, I've released my first book, Move Your Mind, How to Build a Healthy Mindset for Life, where I talk about my own journey with mental health and share tips from experts on how to maintain a healthy mindset. You can buy the book on Amazon or through my website at nickbrax.com slash book. Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, it really does take a lot of work on yourself to be able to think in that way and look at things where you're taking yourself out of the sort of immediate picture and you know really trying to look at the the bigger picture of what's going on what you want and and I think like you're saying people asking you how do I quickly find my purpose or how do I identify that it's succumbing to the uh reality that it's not about quickly finding anything it's about you know just working on yourself and if you you know if you go through that process it'll naturally come about and that's going to then put you in the sort of mindset to be able to execute on it and and do those things. And I think, like you're saying, using the meditation alongside with that process is so important because, you know, we can go to extremes on anything. We can use meditation as escapism and just meditate yes. and use it to just try and go into our own little world and not interact with what's happening. And, you know, that's probably not going to be healthy. Or we could go the other way and just 
overanalyze. I think the combination and allowing yourself to sit and, you know, really listen to your gut because it normally, you know, your gut normally has the answer. So really tuning into that and and then making the decision, I think that's such a great way to use, you know, things like med- meditation like you're talking about there. Yeah, that's such a funny thing to highlight because you have on one end, yeah, you could be overthinking, overanalyzing, thinking of all the reasons why something will and won't work out that it puts you in a state of inaction, but then meditation can do the exact same thing. If you just continually meditate and just do that exactly as a form of form of escapism, that also breeds inaction. So combining the, the two and finding balance, um, it's super beneficial. And that's why when you know, you come up against people and it's like, oh, spirituality. I'm like, oh, gosh. It's more of a holistic approach to your well-being. It's, that's one facet of being mentally well or um, overall wellness. So have a bit of column A, have a column bit of B, C, D, E. There's, there's so many things to make you a well-rounded person that I don't um, subscribe to the idea that you need to be meditating every single day and that's the only thing you do and that'll solve your life problems. It's having other areas where you can, yeah, like like journaling or maybe it's a psychology-based thing or maybe it's um, exercise or um, even joy, like socialising with friends and, and just doing something that's not um, working on yourself as an outlet to, yeah, make you have harmony around, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Using it as a tool to then allow you to have the space to clear your mind and be, you know, focus and, uh, and and we often feel like it's you know with with burnout such a huge thing and we feel like oh well I don't have time to do these things and I'm I'm burnt out because I'm so busy I can't keep up and the last thing you want to do is take extra time out to try and meditate or exercise or do something healthy but if you can make that time you will you'll clear your head you'll get more clarity you'll become more creative you'll be able to reapproach the task and probably get it done in half the time and it's just such an important thing to find that balance i guess like you were saying there not you know anything in in an extreme isn't going to be sustainable so how do we how do we maintain that balance and that's the thing sustainability it's like yes when people are going well i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine like okay talk to me when you burn out (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah if if you're someone that likes to achieve a lot of things then you've inadvertently um gone through burnout at some stage so Exactly. Even in the healthcare sector, they say prevention is better over disease or prevention over um, cause. Uh, yeah. So that's now kind of my mindset is when I'm having a day to myself, instead of making myself feel guilty about what I'm not doing and, and, and really not even resting, it's, it's reframing it to going, no, I need this to prevent me getting to a state of burnout. This is also going to allow me to do more things and just really yeah. trying to take a, a, a much more considered approach to anything. Uh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And we were talking a bit about this before we started recording. And I guess doing a startup, it's so difficult to do that, to have that time out and to find that balance, to have boundaries, because there's no one telling you, you know, what you should or shouldn't do. So it can all blend into one. Are there certain things that you've implemented to try and maintain some sort of balance or um boundaries that you've set in place yeah are there things that you've done on on that journey yes and we we just turned a year a year old um not that long ago congratulations Uh, thank you uh but that first year was too much it was just i was 
um, like you said, there was no one to tell you what to do or there probably was. I just wasn't listening. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I, took the, I took the year, to, did things my way um, and I just came to the end of it and I was so stressed. I, I'd had some personal things that had happened that it was just all too consuming, too much that I was almost like, oh, my, I'm just going to close this down. It's not worth the hassle. But I, I couldn't do that. It was something inside me being like, I need this is what I'm destined to do or what I, yeah. you know, I want to see this to the end. Um, that you just, I, I couldn't operate like that anymore. And so mm. now I've, the boundaries are, yeah, have some rest days, um, taking off that, um, that guilt and expectation. Um, I was very much like, okay, well, I whatever I put into the business is what I'm going to get out of it. So there's never an off switch. So there was never like, okay, well, that's five o'clock. I'm done. It would always be, there was, there was, what I realized was there was never enough. Like you would never get to where yes. you wanted to get to. There was always more work. There was always more customers to get. There was always more emails to do. And so now my boundary is very much like my nights, unless I'm in a creative thing or there's a deadline or talking to another country. Um, the my nights are to myself and that is to rest unwind just just be and then I'm in a better place the next day and so it's just giving myself some off time so last weekend we had a long weekend Um, normally on the weekends I go to the library or go to the warehouse and just have some solid working time and it was no I'm gonna have a chance go to the beach um, see friends and just really that's always going to be there. Your dreams aren't going to just disappear overnight because you're not working on the business. Um, but you might, you might disappear. You might burn out. You might yeah. just go. It's all too hard. So, uh, yeah, definitely put some boundaries in place of how much work you're willing to do, um, and and give yourself some grace of the time to get there to get those things done. Because yeah. we're always in a rush. We're always chasing that thing. So, I think maybe ten years ago, I would have just burnt the candle at both ends, work through all the night, forgo sleep, um, and then, you know, inevitably I would be anxious and wonder what's going on. So I don't like being in an anxious state. So now I don't put myself into that. I don't do things that are going to cause me to be that, which is not having sleep or being overworked or not socialising and not taking time for myself, not doing those self-care things. So, um, yeah, balance. I just keep coming back to balance. So important. And and you can't make clear decisions when you're in that anxious state. It's just not possible to think clearly. And yeah, I think those points are so, so valid. And, you know, we can often feel in such a rush and like we're going, like you're saying there, you know, if I don't do everything all at once and just grind myself into the ground, I'm going to miss the opportunity and it's not going to work and my life's going to be a failure. I'm going to run out of time. And Ironically, that behavior actually does lead to you running out of time because you burn out and get to a point where you walk away from it or you just can't do it and you take all the joy out of it. So it's just finding that balance and realizing we we actually have so much more time than we think. And if we can just be consistent, we are very likely to get there probably quicker than we, we think we will. And and It'll just, also- you know, being able, being okay with the uncertainty. Yeah. And you'll also enjoy the journey. I got to the end of yeah. last year. And I was honestly ready to just shut the business. And I had I, I went overseas and I had all these orders come in and I had my, my sister-in-law sending them out for me. And I was just like, oh, yeah, okay. 
And if it wasn't for all the orders and, and all the feedback and everything, that I probably would have just been like, okay, I'll come back to this later. Um, that was yeah. fun. That, and I'm, I'm glad I stayed with it and got through it. But I just got to the other side and was like, I've done this to myself. I've, I've spent a year doing my own head in based on stressing about scenarios because of the uncertainty. It was yeah. it, just that uncertainty to, to me was um, a, a really like a really triggering thing to not have that certainty of income or um, even just day to day what I'm doing with my day and finding a place where it's okay to not know what the next day has in store. It's okay to not know what's going to happen but that you will be okay and just really instilling a sense of safety within myself that you'll be okay, like everything's going to work out, you're still standing. Um, so that, that that was one part. But then also going, I don't want to get to five years down the track and not have enjoyed this journey. Like uh, five years ago, that version of me would have been in awe of even just starting this business and creating something to now not recognize that. So trying to bring a gratitude yeah. mindset to that. And I, I tell this to other people and it's just doing that myself. Like, okay, I'm, I'm so grateful for X, Y, and Z that's happened and really trying to enjoy that process because, yeah, we're all running to the end to get to something and to achieve it. But who knows when that'll be? So you may as well just enjoy the page that you're on now. Exactly. The process is, is all we have. And, and I think the point you're making there about, you know, you had that pivotal moment where you you know, could have easily walked away from it, but you something told you to keep going. I think that for anyone listening, in, no matter what it is that we're trying to achieve, that is probably the most common reason why people, you know, don't get there in the end because it, we, the uncertainty is so hard to deal with and we can walk away. And that anyone you listen to that's had success in anything, they've all gone through that same period where they're about to quit and throw it in and they only got there because they just kept going. And if you keep going long enough, you'll find more answers and more ways to make it work. And I think, you know, to deal with that uncertainty, it's so important that we do things like you're talking about here, find things that can bring you some day-to-day certainty, whether it's meditating, keeping a routine, having other things in your life that give you that consistency so that then if there is uncertainty in your work at least you are getting some form you're, you're grounded from you know the other things that you're doing yeah and they're, they're things that I didn't expect <laughs> I thought I'd be stressed <laughs> about money well I mean I was but um uh, I, I still am to be honest um <laughs> but <laughs> I, I thought that would be the most stressful part about owning a business but in reality for me it was that um losing structure and it yeah. was a real um I mean, I don't wish it upon anyone, but it's actually a really great way to learn yourself of what you do and don't um, need to thrive. And for, for me, yes. it's like um, freedom within a frame. I need to know that between, you know, nine and five I'm working or, um, or these days I'm working because some days I would be doing consulting on this day and it was just uh, too erratic for me that – I just needed to have some sort of structure where these are my working days. It doesn't really matter what times, but I just know that's a working day. And so I just did little things where I could put structure in place so that I didn't feel ungrounded and then stressed. And yeah, just working that out took a little while. Yeah, absolutely. And are there daily things that you do for your mental health and well-being, you know, meditating and other things that you incorporate into your day? 
Yeah, so uh, when the weather's nice or even when it's winter but it's not raining, um, I like to go for a swim. So I went for a swim this morning, which is why my hair's all wet. Um, (laughs) And if I can't get there, I like to just have a cold shower, even if it's just for the amount of time that I brush my teeth while I'm in the shower (laughs) because it gets cold. Um, I like to do that most days just to kind of um, give me a reset Um, meditation. Um, Even just writing down what I'm looking at that week so okay what things do I want to achieve um I've probably said achieve a thousand times but that is um something that's just built in me so when I'm not achieving I find it hard so how are ways that I can have little wins that keep me going so um building that resilience as well so that I don't feel like I'm quitting because I can't see the the things that are happening as they go along um yeah it's not, not, we spoke about it earlier. It's not until hindsight that I can look back after a year and go, um, wow, what a great year. But when it got to a year in business, my thing was, oh, look at all the things I haven't got to. And it wasn't mm. until someone reframed that for me. It was like, but look at all the things that you have done. I was like, oh, yes, okay, I, I should be thinking like this more often. <laughs> so trying yeah. to get to the do, – doing a reflection process. So start of the week, this is what I'd like to achieve. And then I'll get to the end of the week and go, okay, well, what were you able to achieve? Um, and sometimes it's not all those things. Life takes you elsewhere. And yeah. just finding what went well that week to give me a sense of um, yeah, gratitude and, and resilience and to um, kind of pause and take it all in opposed to just going, okay, yep, tick that off the list. You know, we got we had our um, masks in vogue three times. And the third magazine, yeah, I didn't even – Thank you. The third magazine I didn't even open. I was like, okay, cool, next. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't my boyfriend was like, you know, open that package. I'm like, oh no, I've already seen it. Uh, like, <laughs> you know, that something like that was it was a huge accolade for me. But I was just so focused on the next thing that I wasn't taking those moments to stop and reflect. So, yeah, bringing a gratitude and reflection process, which I guess is the meditation part, into a working sphere, has just kind of made it a bit more less hamster wheel and and just going through the emotions so yeah. yeah well love everything you've talked about here and um yeah so many good points we finish every episode with five closing questions so these can be sort of shorter answers whatever comes to mind um before i do these where can we send our listeners if they want to learn more about your business and have a look at your products and whatever else we'll put this in the show notes as well but yeah where can where can they go uh we're on every social media um so it's goodlivingonly.com um good living only on instagram on tiktok on pinterest on linkedin um reddit any of them uh just good living only you can head to and find us great well again we'll have all of the links in in the show notes so make sure to check it out all right well these final questions the first one is what is the best childhood memory that comes to mind for you uh best childhood memory i wish i hadn't repressed all of these uh, <laughs> um best childhood memory okay um i guess it would be cooking uh my mum used to have these little parties where all um our friends would come over and we'd like bake cupcakes together and we'd put on music and then we'd dance on the table um and they were just really nice like fun moments love that love that what do you think is currently the biggest burden on mental health in society phones addiction to screen time the um yeah i could go on for hours (laughs) yeah 
I think that, and that's what I think social media or phones is probably the biggest thing that comes up. Yeah. That's a whole podcast episode there. I won't open that can of worms. (laughs) (laughs) What's your personal definition of happiness? Personal definition of happiness would be um, just being in harmony, in, uh, you know, having a a calm mind, being healthy, um, being joyful, finding moments of laughter, just having things in your life that are in flow and um, being content. Yeah. What are you most afraid of? Oh, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uncertainty. (laughs) Yep. Um, Public speaking. Um, (laughs) That's a long list. Um, I think just running out of time for things. Yeah, I'd say that's probably mine as well, running out of time. It's a bit morbid, but yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> yep, I agree. Well, on a positive note, final one, what are you most proud of? I'm proud of the work that I've done to get to where I am now. And so I don't want anyone to think that it's happened overnight. And I do tend to gloss over all the things that have happened to lead me to now. But I'm proud of, yeah, all the inner work and all the struggles and you know, the mental breakdowns and everything that's led to now. So, um, yeah, it's not easy, and if anyone goes through that healing journey, then I applaud you. But, um, yeah, it's something I'm most proud of. It's all a process. Well, yeah, thank you so much for sharing it, and congratulations on the business and Thanks. so many valuable things that you've talked about there. So I've really enjoyed it, and, um, yeah, great to be able to sit down and, and talk to you like this. So appreciate you coming on. Great to connect. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks so much. Thanks to Jess Jackson for joining me today for Move Your Mind. Also, a huge thank you to those of you listening. I really appreciate your support. If you'd like to learn more or connect with me personally, visit www.nickbrax.com or send me a DM on Instagram at nickbrax. Please don't forget to click the subscribe button, leave a like or comment, share with your friends, and follow me on Instagram. It really makes a difference. Thank you so much. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.